You're listening to Ed Curation, the podcast where teachers talk curriculum. We make it easier for educators to find the resources they need to create fresh, lively, and authentic learning. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Ed Curation, where teachers talk curriculum. Today, I'm excited to have Susan Connick on the show from St. Benilde School in Metairie, Louisiana, to talk to us about some of the work she does as a reading specialist. Welcome, Susan. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. So tell us about your work in New Orleans. Well, I've been an educator for 12 years. I actually was an architect before I became a teacher. I spent some time home with my boys and was fortunate to be asked to work at St. Benilde. I started in early childhood, did that for a number of years, and was asked to open our literacy lab. And with that lab, I work with kids grades K through 7. I'm the first line of defense when children are identified on benchmark assessments as struggling. They come to see me for some reading support, and some of the kids go back into the classroom with support from me, and some of them need further evaluation and to be put through our Exceptional Learners Program to get the support they need. As long as you've been teaching, have you always been a reading specialist? I taught four-year-olds for seven years and then shifted gears and opened our lab, and I've been a reading specialist for five years. And what do you like about that work? I love to be able to really spend some time with young children, listen to their reading, and pinpoint and target just what their deficits are and give them the support they need to make those connections. It's amazing to have a child come to me and watch the reading develop and grow. It's beautiful. I had a young student I was tutoring for a few months. She was homeschooled. And when she came to me, she didn't have a lot of background in reading. And really, to see her come in my classroom and start reading the posters on my wall was just so powerful. It was amazing. Oh my gosh. And so I would imagine that you have a number of resources and tools in your tool belt that you customize for the different needs of the learners in your class. But I know that you have one that you're thinking about sharing with us today. Tell us about one of your favorites. I do. It's Lexia Core 5 and Power Up. I discovered it about four years ago while at a conference here in town, and it's been instrumental in helping me really understand my students' reading deficits. In essence, it's a framework for reading instruction where each child is on their own learning path. And what's great about it is even if I have a third or a fourth grader, it helps me to go back to those fundamental skills. I can identify pre-K, kindergarten skills that they're missing, give them direct instruction, give them practice. And quite often, it's enough of a connection to give them that foundation so they can become good readers. Wow. And so you first learned about Lexia Core 5 Power Up at a conference. For those who don't know about this program, tell us a little bit more about, you know, what it is, what do you get? Is it, is it a computer program? Is it professional development? What is it? It's an adaptive, on, it's an online program. So students do work on a device independently as they're going, it gives them a baseline assessment. That baseline assessment helps me understand where they are in their proficiency of skill sets. No matter where they are, it's going to tell me, it's going to help me pinpoint along the continuum of reading standards that these kids need. It's going to tell me where they are along this continuum. So the children work through this adaptive program. Now, 
any adaptive program, any blended classroom, it's only as good as the teacher that's giving the instruction. So what I truly love about it is every day when my children are done working on their devices, I can check their data. And with their data, I can immediately pinpoint the skill sets and see if they are low in how they're progressing through the activity in their skills, in their accuracy. I can really pinpoint, it's called low and slow. If they're low, they're not meeting the benchmark of 75, 80% proficiency. If they're just slow in pacing, it tells me that they may be struggling a little bit with that and they may need a little bit of extra support. So I can immediately offer lessons at that moment or the next time I see them through Lexia on their learning hub, their, their hub of resources for teachers. I've got hundreds of lessons, direct instruction, ready to go. That's what's fantastic. If I need to give a child a lesson on long and vowels, I pull my binder, I open it to the lesson on long values, and it's ready to go. Very, very direct. But the program also offers great resources for reading comprehension. There are skill builders. There, there are so many resources embedded within the program so that I can better teach my kids because a program is not going to teach them. I'm going to teach them. They're on this path that helps me assess them on a daily basis. And it lets me know when I need to intervene and give that support. That's amazing. So the students are being assessed online on their reading. They get a benchmark kind of score, and then they have adaptive practice based on their needs. And simultaneously, you have kind of some mini lessons or guided instruction that you are provided that you can pull out and resource as different students, maybe individually or in groups, need some direct instruction. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what's great is that, so it's, it's, it's a back and forth. It's, it's me giving them small group comprehension activities, which are embedded in the program and then giving them some time on the program because I could have six kids and they could be on six different levels. We can come together for these comprehension activities because I'm giving that direct instruction. And then I can release them back to the program where I can really target and hone in on the skills that they're missing. And what I really, really love, there are these skill builders that I can print. They're they're a paper version. And within the program, the program will recommend when kids need skill builders. I kind of use them like my exit tickets. If children finish an activity, really, no matter how they score on it, so to speak, I like to get that paper and pencil back up just to make sure they are 100% secure with that skill before they move to the next one, because the skills that are being learned in pre-K kinder are essential before those first and second grade skills start coming in. You know, I used to be a middle school and high school English teacher, and especially at the middle school level, you know, sometimes we would have students that were, you know, immigrants, new English language learners, and they would be still reading at these kind of more elementary levels. And I didn't have Lexia Core 5, and it was such a challenge, right, to try to meet every student where they're at with instruction and find them things to to read that they would enjoy that was at their level. How did you go about doing your work before you had Lexia Core 5, and how are you doing it now? The interesting thing is year one, I actually used a, a different program that, like if I had six kids that were in second grade, I did some assessments on them and I'm like, okay, they're about in the middle of first grade. 
Mm-hmm. So I pulled this little scope and sequence out and I said, we're going to start at about the middle of first grade skills. Mm-hmm. And we just moved along as a group. And that's fine because I only had six of them so or four of them. So I could still really target their needs within that small group. But with Lexia, I mean, I could have six kids in a class that are ranging mm-hmm. from kinder to third grade or whatever it is. I can really personalize and the, the amount of assessments that can happen through the program I could never do on a daily basis within a 30 or 40 minute time slot. Right, right. That's amazing. And so did your school purchase this just for you or for the whole school? Are students only using Lexia in your kind of pullout class or are they doing it at home for homework? Yeah, here's the interesting thing. At, at our school, it is just, it's, it's kind of tier two instruction with me for reading, but my school is a part of the archdiocese and I actually have been helping with some training at other schools that are using Lexia for the whole school, meaning that every child in a grade has it. So the teachers are actually using Lexia with rotation stations where they're having a direct instruction station and then an independent station and then a Lexia station. So I've seen it used effectively, whole class, small group, pull out, push in, there's really a lot of resources to offer a teacher to truly personalize the instruction for each child in reading. Talk to us a little bit about what the results have been from implementing Lexia. You know, I've probably, since my first year using it, probably, I mean, easily over 100 kids that I've worked with, maybe closer to 150. I would say of all of my students there would probably only be about 10 or 15% of students that don't show growth. And typically the students that don't show growth need to get some evaluations and they need more intensive interventions and they need the whole curriculum catered to their level. Mm -hmm. And that's when they need to be pulled out for the entire ELA block and given instruction at their level. I'm really, and through Lexia, it's really a good, strong tier two and tier three it's that first line of defense. And I really do see most of my kids showing improvement. Do they improve so much that they kind of enter back into the mainstream and are able to keep up or does it, how long does it take for that to happen? Those are, those are my wonderful success stories. I have had students come to me and go back into the classroom and as quickly as a few months, some within a year, some within two years. It really just, it just depends on the child. One of my favorite stories is I had a second grader who was really, really struggling with reading. I mean, it was just his words per minute were very, very slow. His, his reading was labored and I couldn't quite, when I, when I got him and I put him in the program, he was high in multiple areas, but of all things, he could not understand the concept of long vowels and magic E. And it was really insane because I did Lexia lessons. I did skill builders. I even pulled extra resources. And it took about three months. But once he got that one skill, and I really, I would have figured it out on my own, but Lexia let me hone in on it really, really quickly. Within three months, once he finally got it, he was back in the classroom reading at grade level. It was amazing. Oh, that's so satisfying. Congratulations. So do you feel that using Lexia as a core part of your instruction has made you a better teacher? Absolutely. I, it's enabled me to teach from the perspective of what a child needs. Are there things that I teach to my groups? Absolutely. But it's, it's afforded me the opportunity to really 
kind of get some insight as to how the kids are understanding these reading concepts. I mean, I, I use this phrase with my children and I tell them, guys, I want to jump in your brain and see what you're saying so I can help fix it. I can't yeah. fix it if you don't share with me what you're confused about. And what's great with Lexia also is I've been able to teach my kids to be aware of their confusion and they're able to monitor their own progress because of the way Lexi is set up. It, it's kind of systematic. If they're chugging through the program and they're doing very well, you know, they're, they're getting, they're, they're not having any indicators of a problem, but let's say they start to miss a few. Well, then Lexia trips them into something called guided instruction. And my students are aware of this and I'll tell, and they have a red and a green cup in my classroom and I'll tell them, okay, if we're kind of struggling in our time on this program and you want my help, put that little red cup up and I'll come help you. But sometimes my kids will say, you know what? I know I'm in guided instruction. I think if I pay close attention, because we call it mislexia, mislexia kind of gives them a little bit of instruction. And sometimes it's just that little boost. And then they go back in the program and they're like, nope, I'm good, Miss Susan. I just was missing a simple concept. I've got it now. So there is a level of real metacognition involved with the program. If teachers use it to that capacity, which I totally embrace, I want my kids to be able to monitor their own understanding. And, and again, not all of them, but a good bit of my children really can grasp that. And it's because of Lexia that I can do it. Wow. Well, how long do you think it took you to become proficient? You learned about it at the conference. <laughs> I mean, talk to us, you know, did, okay. it, did it take some convincing of your, of the leaders at your school to, to bring this on? Is it an expensive purchase for the school? And then once actually, you actually, it- here's the thing. It's not very expensive. I want to say per license, it's about 40 bucks. When we did the initial training four years ago, it, it might have been $500 and it may be a little bit more now. It's interesting. We went through the trainer and training and that taught me the nuts and bolts. And, and really in that first training, and Lexia may have changed things by then, it said, get the kids on the program. You're looking for something called a red apple. This little red apple indicates that they're really struggling. And I started to teach the program and I'm like, I am watching children on a device. This is not instruction. And Mm -hmm. so I spent a little bit of time digging deeper into the data, digging deeper into the reports, and was able to really hone in on that low and slow score where I could really pinpoint those skill sets and dive in and, and help kids. I also jumped into the resources, and they had mentioned this in the training, but really when you get your hands into it, I realized I needed to print these lessons so they were ready to go. I needed to print skill builders at the child's level so they were ready to go. But I would say really within about two weeks, I was at a good bit of confidence where I felt like I could administer the program with good fidelity. Wow, two weeks, that's great. Now I will say, yeah, exactly. And have I changed and tweaked and evolved and improved upon it? Absolutely. But I would say I had a good solid foundation within a few weeks and was able to offer my children support. So Susan, do the students enjoy this work? Overall, they really do. Overall, they find the program to be very motivating. When they go through different levels, they're in different countries and every opening screen, there were little things that they could click on to learn about different aspects of that area of that country. They like the fact that they can beat the level and move to the next level. We talk about earning units because kids have a certain amount of time they need to spend in the program, but the real magic number are those units. When they earn units, they've mastered skill sets, and that's what we want to talk about, earning units. So there is a sense of accomplishment 
have they move through these levels? And overall, they do, they do like it. The hardest thing is that when a child gets lost and confused, it takes me a few months to build their confidence to say, okay, guys, just because you don't know what this is asking you to do, please let me help you. If the program's not helping you enough, let me offer that support. I think kids with device time just think, oh, I can just kind of stay at this moment and press these buttons and get through it. And what Lexia does and what I encourage is, no, you either know it or you don't. And when you don't know it, you need to seek help. What grade levels does Lexia Core 5 Power Up work with? Is it just elementary school? When I work with it, it goes through seventh grade, but I am pretty certain that older students up into high school have worked with the Power Up program. The Power Up is great because it gives it a more mature look at early literacy skills and lets kids that are even older kind of work through this program. I see. So it's the same program, whether you're doing Core 5 or Power Up, just adapted for older children. Is that right? It is. Now for the older children, they will dive a little bit more. They'll, you know, they'll have a grammar section and a vocabulary section and a comprehension section. And older students are mature enough to kind of understand what those terms mean. And for the for the younger students, it's kind of color-coded. And even though I tell them they're working on their comprehension with a certain section, it's more cartoony and um, just a little bit more juvenile in the way it's presented. That seems very age-appropriate. So what teachers would you recommend check this out? Or what schools or what, you know, who, if, if folks don't know about Lexia Core 5 and Power Up, who should check it out? Anyone that wants to really personalize reading instruction for their children. I've seen it successful in whole class settings, in small group settings. I've even recommended it to parents. Um, there was a parent that was on the North Shore that wanted me to tutor them. And they're about 45 minutes away. And I just, I knew that it would be crazy for them to try and get to me for tutoring. So there is a parent portal to Lexia. Parents can pay a yearly fee and their students, their child can go through the different lessons and activities. And parents are given opportunities to offer some of that support as they navigate through the system. And I would imagine, you know, when I hear about reading programs like this that are so personalized this does the student get to pick topics about what they want to read or is it is it kind of assigned it talk to us a little bit about that kind of adaptive well uh, what comes into choice with the kids is it's really all skills driven they've got a the scope and sequence that hones in on their comprehension and their their early phonics and uh, all these little all these skills each one is represented by a circle and they have five circles at when they open up Lexia so they can pick and choose which activity they want to work on now they need to complete all of those circles before progressing to the next section and when you ask about reading it's actually the one thing that I would recommend for this product is they don't have there is not a lot of embedded reading outside of the program. For example, there are articles and different things within it that children need to read and answer questions about. I would love to see additional decodable texts for our early readers as they master long vowels. I would love to see some decodable text that lets kids practice that skill. I pull that to supplement this. I pull a lot of decodable readers to really have kids prove to me that they have really embedded that skill into their memory bank. 
but there's not a lot of book choice out there. This is really, this program is really targeting on the reading skills mm-hmm. that are needed at each grade level. But that is one recommendation is I wish that there would be more opportunities for kids to read within the program. Where are you finding your decodable texts? Wow, that's a, that's a good topic because I actually belong to a Facebook page that's called The Science of Reading, What I Should Have Learned in College, and I have connected with quite a few teachers across the country, and there are a number of websites. There's actually a school in Wisconsin that has posted a beautiful series of lessons and activities, and decodable readers are nestled in the back of there. I used to have another program that have decodable readers that I printed. I kind of hoard decodable readers and I keep a big file on my computer because it is so, so important and critical. As our kids are building these skills, they need to practice it in context. That's interesting. Yeah. So here at Ed Curation, we curate high quality instructional resources like Lexia Core 5 and, and try to make these products easier for educators to find when they're looking for certain types of resources. And I don't know offhand if I have any specific resources for decodable readers, but I appreciate you sharing the importance of these and the fact that I need to be keeping my eye out for some good decodable readers. The only products that I know about that might be helpful are Reading Plus Another product that does have very good decodable readers would be Reading A to Z. That was actually the first program that I used when I was in the reading lab, and I printed a ton of their decodables, and I've kept them. Reading A to Z has got some very good decodables. There are some other good resources out there, but having access to good decodable texts is huge when you're teaching kids how to read. Huge. What about Newzella? Do they offer things to read at that level? Newzella is fantastic for leveled readers. It's going to give you the Lexile level for kids, but it's, it's not going to be decodable text. It's excellent. It's an excellent resource for broadening kids' vocabulary and giving them a wide range of text to read, but it's not really going to hone in on those specific phonics skills that you're targeting to make sure the kids are really putting it into memory. Well, I will keep my eyes open for other resources that provide decodable text along with reading A to Z. I learned so much today about Lexia Core 5 and about just what's possible in today's classrooms as a result of these kind of ed tech content specific ed tech solutions that are making, you know, reading instruction and reading learning easier than 20 years ago, right? I I agree. The one the one thing that I'm concerned about as we enter this era in instruction is that teachers think a device can teach a child and it can't. So these programs are fantastic. They are powerful, but they are only as good as the teacher that is facilitating the learning. The the teacher has to serve as that facilitator to make sure kids are moving through the program with fidelity. To make sure I had a student that I tutored that had been because here's where yes, Lexia, I do 100% advocate for this program. I had a student come to me that their school was using Lexia and the child was locked at a level because the data wasn't being monitored. So it absolutely has to be used with fidelity or a child's just going to get frustrated because they cannot move past a level until they show proficiency. And if they're frustrated and not doing well with it, they may not learn it from the program. They need that teacher input. 
That makes so much sense. Talk us through a little bit of a, a day in the life of when you see that frustration and how you use these teacher resources and what exactly you do to help that child progress. I've got a very, very fancy sticky note system that I use for all of my children and a notepad. My lesson planning system is not that sophisticated, but literally when I have a break and when my kids are done working on Lexia, I review all of their data. And if any child is showing low and slow in any skill set, I take notes on that. I start by getting the Lexia binder. And I have sticky notes at wherever level they are. Some of these lessons, you get to learn them pretty quickly. So if I know the lesson, I can administer it directly. But I'll pull the binder and give the child a direct instruction lesson in on that skill. And we'll practice it together. And if I can grab a decodable reader, we'll do that as well. And then I put them back on the program and I'll monitor them for a day or two to see if they're showing confidence with that skill. And a lot of times that's really sufficient. Sometimes kids just need another set of directions or a quick reminder of what that skill is and they do fine. Now, if they're still struggling after I've put them back on the program, there's something called a Lexia connection, which can give me a few other tidbits or pieces of advice to help really hone in on that skill. So there's really two levels when it comes down to those early, early phonics and phonological awareness skills. Now, as they're getting older and I'm dealing more with comprehension, there are a number of comprehension practice activities in Lexia that I'll print and we'll talk about the text. When I do have some children that'll go through those few layers of instruction for me and they're just not getting it, and then I've just got a repertoire of tools in my classroom that I will pull for. My latest and greatest Christmas present to myself was reading Simplified. That is a fantastic program that I'm a part of now where the lady who ran it Margie Gillis really is a believer of the science of reading, and her program is set up to give systematic direct instruction for students in phonics and phonological awareness. So I've kind of been using that to supplement what I'm doing with Lexi, and it goes beautifully together. It sounds like any teacher that is kind of new to supporting students in a, in a pullout situation in, with tier two instruction to learn how to read could use these resources and probably pretty quickly put together yes. a program that would get their kids up to grade level as much yes. as possible. Exactly. At the very least, it's going to give you some good data and a good, a good path to follow. And I mean, of all of my students, I would say easily 75 to 80% of them were really, their needs were met with what I had in Lexia and my other basic resources. That, that 15 to 20% that it didn't show the growth that we needed. They just needed to dive deeper into the curriculum. They needed more like a 90 minute time slot rather than just a 30 minutes with me. So that's, that's when that extra layer comes in with an additional teacher. Makes a lot of sense. Well, Susan, this has been so informative and so helpful. And I really appreciate you sharing with us your great work at St. Benilde School, working with K-7 struggling readers. Thanks so much for your time today. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Ed Curation. We hope you learned something today about a curriculum resource that produces fresh, lively, and authentic learning. Check out edcuration.com to find out more. That's E-D-C-U-R-A-T-I-O-N dot com.